Welcome to Senior Times Travel Pod, in association with Travel Department. I'm Gary Cook, and if it's travel you're into, today is your lucky day. For today, we have a bounty of destinations and expert advice. Now, you've heard about Travel Department, and there are no corners of the globe that Travel Department do not go. North, south, east, west, and maybe even a direction that hasn't yet been invented. And one of the people who has been on uh, some of these trips is a blogger who writes about everything to do with aging. Over the Hilda is a very successful blog uh, and also uh, coincides with the subject matter of today, which is travel. And its writer is right beside me, Hilda Stanley. You are very welcome. Oh, uh, thank you, Gary. It's a long time since you've called me Hilda Stanley, by the way. <laughs> it's fine. It's now. It's, it's Hilda Smith. It's okay. I'm glad you still remember me as Hilda Stanley when I was young, younger. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Hilda Stanley was actually a teacher in our school, a school called King's Hospital, an English teacher. And unfortunately, you were not my teacher. Ah, I know. We both missed out there, didn't we? We certainly did. (laughs) Uh, I would have a far greater knowledge of the classics and the romantic poets (laughs) if you had been my teacher. So, Hilda... You're a blogger, so tell us just a little bit about your general blogging. Well, um, I started my blog because I felt there were no older bloggers at the time, and I wanted to write about everything to do with my life, um, the difficulty in finding clothes for the older woman, uh, skincare, beauty, fitness, and travel, what I was going to do when I retired, which was travel a lot. So uh, you came up with this kind of idea of the bucket list, you know, what one would like to uh, do before one finally left its mortal coil. Well, a bit like that, yes, (laughs) it is indeed, yeah. A bucket list to myself, Graham and I uh, decided, you know, we didn't do a lot of travelling when we were younger. Um, Well, I didn't. He, He probably did more. But when we got married then, we had, you know, the mortgage, children, and we did very few family holidays. So we said, right... When uh, we both retired, that was the time to explore the world. And explore the world you have, mm. uh, a, a courtesy of Travel Department, who you have written for, isn't that correct? Or written well, about your experiences with I've them? Written, yes, I started, we started uh, 15 years ago, way before uh, I was a blogger, uh, using Travel Department. And our first trip for our 25th wedding anniversary was to South Africa. Right. And it was everything uh, we dreamed of. Graham and I are a little bit lazy, and we we like things being organised for us. We're not, we don't really like having to, you know, book the flights ourselves, do all do all the legwork. You know, mm. basically lazy. And that, I mean, that's way before. So, twenty five years married. You know, wasn't I wasn't quite fifty then. You know, uh, so it wasn't as if we were exactly uh, on the last on our last legs but we found travel you had plenty department. of juice in the tank that's it exactly yes. and still have by the way yes. <laughs> um, but we, we found travel department and we saw they were going to South Africa and it looked we looked at their brochure it looked magnificent it included obviously staying in Cape Town a trip to up a cable car to uh, Table Mountain and the views down are you know incredible uh, we would have been a little bit scared 
to go to South Africa on our own. Yeah. You know, so, without the comfort of uh, experts, let's put it that way. Okay, which uh, travel department are. So what is attractive to you on top of the actual destination is the fact that travel department themselves, they organise escorted tours. Yes. And uh, guided tours. Guided yeah. tours and group yeah. tours and so on. Uh, now, you can also go as a solo person as well, but we'll talk about a little bit about that later on. But they organise everything for you on the tours and South Africa is one of their destinations it is uh, and it sounds absolutely it's incredible incredible they do the legwork for you mm. I mean we looked we had looked at uh, booking it ourselves and quite honestly it was just it was too it was too difficult I mean the problem is when you go on your own you spend so much time faffing around you know mm. um, here you're collected from the airport the flights are organised collected from the airport brought to your hotel and then ferried around to your destinations. Um, so started off with uh, Cape Town. And, you know, there is plenty of free time still, uh, you know, if you want to, if you, if, you are, if you want to explore. But from Cape Town, then you do the Cape of Good Hope. I mean, you, you go whale watching, you uh, see the penguins. Um, you know, what else did we do? Oh, Robben Island. Now, mm. you know, and you have a guided tour. So Which is where Nelson Mandela spent, is it 27 years that he was here um, in Robben Island? Yeah, I'm sure you're right. I was an English teacher, not a history teacher. <laughs> I probably should know that. Uh, well, I think it was 27 years. He certainly was incarcerated. And I yeah. think he spent uh, most of them on, on Robben Island. Yeah. Uh, but what was that like? Oh, incredible. We had a prison guard, a previous prison guard, uh, giving us the tour. So that was amazing, you know, and he he obviously regretted what he had to do at the time. So it was, you know, saw the little place he was. I mean, it's not as, it's not as bad as Auschwitz now, which we've also been to, mm. uh, obviously. Um, but you can get the feeling for what it was like to be to be there, you know. Rowan Island was superb, but the highlight of the entire trip, and they still they still do that now. Uh, 15, 16 years later, is the safari. That was just amazing. I'm still kind of getting shivers uh, thinking of it. And where was the safari? Where the safari, that? that time was in Kruger, but it's in a different reserve now, somewhere near. They've extended, actually, since we were there, they've extended the uh, itinerary. So mm-hmm. they, they, they do much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I nearly return again to do that. Um, we saw four of the big five. It, the first day, you know, you saw a giraffe and you're going, oh, my God. And by the end of the trip, you're going, oh, not another effing giraffe, you know. Monkeys were, were kind of jumping on the um, four by four. Things yeah, you were in there, like what yeah. you were in, four by yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah. So you it's, were completely safe and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, it's just so well organised. It was just... That was the highlight of the entire trip, but everything else was brilliant. It's hard to actually describe how, what a beautiful country South Africa is. I mean, the garden route is... Just on the game reserve, what, what is that feeling like? Is it quite spiritual? Is it, is it quite, you know, a sense that the world is a far greater place than us? And what does it evoke? Yes, actually, spiritual is a good word to use. You start off... Uh, very early in the morning. I mean, you go out, it's so cold, you're wrapped up in blankets and everything. And then you see nature awakening in front of you. Mm. So it is very spiritual. The sun rises and it's it's just out of this world. You have to experience it, Gary. It's one of the best trips 
I've ever done. When you come roughly face to face with uh, a lion, a, mm-hmm. a giraffe, a, what's that feel like? The giraffes are very friendly, actually. They are. You know, they're not. They don't. They just kind of. They're very lofty above you, and they just kind of. You know, they're very. They stick up their noses at you nearly. You know, they're not. They're not interested in you. Uh, but the lion, even though we could see him, he was hiding in behind some uh, vegetation. He was. Uh, you know, thank goodness. Yeah, far enough away. Let's put it this way. I didn't want to get too close. Well, I presume they're very skilled drivers and they know oh, yeah, absolutely. where to go yeah. and where not to go and so mm-hmm. on. And I presume as well, for people who might be a little bit nervous that uh, it might end badly, <laughs> that, <laughs> that they have uh, security there in oh, every absolutely. respect. So you're, yeah. you're in no danger whatsoever. No. The, what, one of the great things was we were chasing, what were we actually trying to find? Was it the, mm, I've got to remember this now. This is 15 years ago. Uh, it could have been the leopard. Is the leopard one of the big five? I can't remember. I think it was. It's a big cat. It's a big that, cat. <laughs> I wouldn't want to meet one no. uh, uh, socially. But they, <laughs> but they have this, um, you know, the, these uh, walkie-talkies, and they were they were all all the drivers were talking to each other, saying, "Oh, there's one over there." So there's a big, you know, whoosh, off to try and find one. But we missed it. But we did see the rhino, the the um, lion. Uh, the elephant, the ele- elephants were walking along beside us on one of the tracks. And the other way, they, I love this, this picture, you see it often, where the little ones are, are holding on. Yeah. Oh, it was just, it's just so cute. It's just beautiful. So yeah, it was just so well organized. And I know you, can, you, you could go on a safari on your own, but you wouldn't have all of the other stuff that's done for you. I mean, Cape Town, to me now was a little bit scary on my own. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have wanted to walk around, you know, in into it. You don't know the areas you're going into. Mm. You know what I mean? So everything about the trip was amazing. From the penguins to the safari to Cape Town to Robben Island to the Garden Route. And did you go to the Stellenbosch area? Oh, sorry, I forgot about the wine. Thank you. <laughs> How did you forget about the wine? You must have drunk too much of it. Didn't you? I actually did. Uh, <laughs> you know this thing about tasting and spitting it out doesn't you know I can't do that that's yeah. one of my big problems um so yeah I did probably drink a little bit too much we all did it was wonderful we had a wonderful uh, a wonderful time the wine tasting yeah we did Stellenbosch yeah the wine all tasting. good wine is lovely all good wine is lovely <laughs> yeah yeah the wine tasting one or two I think we might have done two days of wine tasting in ours don't know how many they do now but anyway it was fabulous so that was South Africa that was our first trip with travel department and oh I didn't mention the guide. That he wasn't the, the the facilitator, the representative there was incredible. That's the one thing about travel department that I cannot praise high enough. Every single time we've been on a trip with them, and I think we've probably done about twelve, maybe more. Uh, their representatives on the ground, their guides, uh, are just incredible. And this guy, he had. Every single uh, question you want, you know, he had an answer for it. He was just brilliant and a sense of humour. Because, as you know, you can get po-faced uh, tour guides uh, who, you know, can answer the questions, but there's no fun or no, you know, no kind of camaraderie. 
Uh, I've been one of those pope <laughs> I doubt it. I, I doubt have, it. Well, <laughs> when you're dealing with uh, people who are not from the country and they ask you questions, very often they, they want very specific and precise answers. So once you get into specific and precise answers, you actually can become quite just factual and po-faced and all okay. the fun goes out of it. That's if you know the answers. If you, indeed. <laughs> uh, it's much more fun when you don't know the answers and you make them up. Yeah. But, so there's a very strong sense from travel department or that I'm, I'm getting from your experience of them, is that they organize literally everything. So yes. from the time you get to the airport to the time you get to your destination and being bought, checked into hotels, being bought from place to place, it's all, you, you don't have to do anything really. No, everything is organized for you. And that's, that's what is, gives you this sense of security, mm. particularly in places such as South Africa, you, you know, you feel, you feel you're going to get home again without too many things happening. And they, because the, the guy on the ground there knows, he knows exactly the areas to look out for, exactly the things, the places to go, exactly, you know, where you should walk when you're walking. So you're, you know, so where our hotel was, you could walk down to uh, the Victoria Wharf, I think it's called. Um, and he was saying, you know, walk this side or walk there. Don't go down that way. So all of that makes a, you know, makes a huge uh, difference. So you've got the the fact that they do everything for you. Well, think of value for money as well. You know, if you're getting a taxi from an airport to the hotel, that they all add up. You know, you've got to kind of think of all of those little things as well. And we have never been disappointed with the uh the hotels either maybe once on one trip uh at the very end one last night and that was the only one i mean in 15 years of traveling with them that's not bad going sure and then they changed that hotel they did change that hotel yes they did because i presume other people as well and because of feedback they're very good at reacting to your feedback that's another another thing yeah Okay, well, that's South Africa. Um, it's a big place, I know. We've got a limited <laughs> amount of time, so we, so, so sorry if it's if it's um, if 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 we feel there's anyone who feels there's an injustice to the place. I'd love to talk about it all day. That is South Africa. Uh, what would you give it out of ten as a trip? On oh, sorry, ten out of ten. I have to. Ten yeah. out of ten. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. If you can, you know, people could afford to go to South Africa. Go with somebody like travel department because it's incredible it's value for money it's uh, a trip of a lifetime well there's no higher praise than a trip mm. of a lifetime okay can you only say that once then uh, uh, you've been loads to. of other places you've I been have. loads of other places yeah. as well with travel departments so let's talk about some of them you went to the east coast of america ah now that's a totally different trip we did um a nine night trip to Boston, Washington and New York and uh, it was three nights in each area and you were again you were collected and brought to your hotel in Boston and there was I think there was a a day and a half maybe uh, you know tours around Boston and then plenty of free time and then in between uh, Boston and Washington and New York you went by rail Amtrak, is that what it's called? Yeah, Amtrak, yeah. yeah. And it was a wonderful time because actually it was just fall, uh, autumn. And so the, the views from the, the train 
trains were magnificent. It's a very comfortable way of travelling. You know, it's... Yeah, what are the trains like? Oh, incredible. They're, they're, they're big, wide seats. Uh, you know, they're, they're... Listen, they're probably... For, I've never been in first class on CIE, but they're probably a lot better than that even. Have you? I, I've been in a thing that they said was first class, <laughs> but whether it was... Uh, uh, yeah, well... The the um, Boston was incredible. We, you know, beautiful hotel actually in Boston. I remember that well, and you know, so so much history. The Boston Tea Party, all of that, and then on to Washington, which would have been apart from. Well, I've been to New York before, but Washington was incredible. And what is particularly interesting about Washington, apart from the obvious, of... the obvious, the, the capital and all of that, we'd, and we had a tour. We didn't have it inside. We had a tour outside of the capital. We did all of that embassy row. I remember that well. And we walked from the monuments right down. What is, you know, when you watch something on television afterwards, you can you say, oh, I've been there. And, you know, and I, I've seen that view right down to Capitol Hill. To me, that's one of the things you can kind of identify with places. Um, and apart, you know, there's so much. Uh, we went to... to um, What's the name of the, the graveyard where JFK is buried? That was... Arlington. Yes. God, you're good. Arlington of Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Which is well. also, there's a huge monument there as well yeah. to fallen uh, soldiers. Yeah. Now, just on Washington, uh, a lot of people said to me about the White House, for instance, that mm. it is not as big no. as it looks on the television. It's not. That's what that's what's amazing. I mean, we saw it from, you know, walked all the way around it and everything. How it's close can big. you get to it? Oh, close enough. Actually, in those days, anyway. Hmm. So it's a good while ago. Uh, must be twelve years ago. Yeah, close enough. You can, you know, you can see right up to where where the, all the security people are, and around the back, you can you can we could actually see right in the back as well. Um, so yeah, the White House is not as uh, awe-inspiring as you would imagine. Let's put it that way. The great thing about Washington too is. Uh, I presume it's still the same. All of the incredible museums were free. Did you know that? I didn't. I've never yeah. been to Washington. Yeah. Oh, well, again, it's, you know, three days we saw a lot. Let's put it that way. What yeah. museums would be there that were particularly Oh, good God. There was a, an aircraft museum. Uh, there was a science museum it's been the, uh, as well. The air, because Graham's dad's a pilot, we, you know, we, you could actually sit into... Graham being your husband. Oh, yeah. Gigi, mm. known on the blog, mm. actually. Um, you could sit into the airplanes. You could see the, the original airplanes. Don't ask me the names of them now, please. That his dad flew, the small ones. Mm. And you're going, oh, my God, how could people... You know, and uh, even flying these things are so small. And the other ones were the how comfortable some of the airplanes were, the area, earlier ones. Like, there's so much space. It's not a bit like Ryanair today now. You, you were sitting, you know, you'd room to stretch out your legs and you're sitting facing each other. So all of that was, was fascinating. Um, yeah, there were, look, we didn't even get to, to all of them, but they're, you know, it's well worth... Uh, going to see as many museums as you can when you're there so in and out in and out and then on to New York and we had a wonderful tour of New York right around the main areas but also in Harlem I remember which I probably wouldn't have gone on my own you know just mm. you have got all these silly fears maybe you know but they, they pointed out all of the uh, iconic places and I can't actually remember what they were now but they were uh, you know unusual 
things you wouldn't have gone, places you wouldn't have gone on your own. But it was built by the Dutch, really, Harlem, hence the name. That's right. So there must be quite a lot of yeah. Dutch architecture. There, there is, yeah. If I could remember any of it, I would tell you. But it's more, when I go somewhere, it's often, you know, the feeling of a place that you, that you get, yeah. you know. Um, and we did oh, the, all the usual things in New York. So maybe we had a half-day trip around New York on, on a bus with brilliant, um, a brilliant guide. And then you had two and a half days to do your own thing. And that's the other thing you see, you know, that we obviously had done our homework, you know, on all these cities. We knew what we wanted to do in our free time. But the guide can tell you things like, oh, well, actually, you know, if you go up there and put your name down for uh, this, you might get get in for nothing. Some of the shows, we actually won tickets to shows in a free lottery that time. You know, you, you, you can go along and... 42nd Street type shows. Yeah, 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 brilliant one. Broadway, like. Broadway. Great. Yeah, Broadway, yeah. Um, so, again, they had all that little, you know, bit of info for you. So that, that's why, uh, you know, you can do a lot of the homework on your own, but it's the little things. Oh, it's closed today, she would tell you. You can't do that. Or you can, you know, so you get all the information when you're there, you know, because you forget things. Yeah, so you've got a guide and the whole thing is orientated towards giving you what you want and information and the uh, the, the the ability to do whatever it is you want to do and that can be either organized trips or you can go off on your own as oh well. yeah well in, in that one particularly there's, there's you know there's only a half a day or a day of organization in each city which gives you your bearings you know it's nice to get yeah. your bearings when you go to a city and then you waste less time you know the other thing is when you're when you're travelling, if you have guidebooks open all the time, you miss things. Yeah. You know, which somebody's telling you, it's so much easier to see and to enjoy. Isn't that right? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so uh, that was a, yeah, that was uh, North America. Well, isn't it North America? Still, it is. Yes. Not a geography teacher, Gary. Remember. Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Are you interested in trying a new smartphone but still a little unsure? Do you want a phone that offers larger icons with louder sound and an interface that has technology designed for seniors? Well, why not choose from the Doro range by simply visiting doro.ie? Doro, make friends with innovation. Welcome back. Uh, Hilda, you have also been to the East, uh, including the subcontinent of India uh, and Vietnam. Mm -hmm. So let's start with India. When were you there? India, woo, that was, I think, 2018, 2017, 2018. Uh, we went with two other couples and uh, it was an experience of a lifetime different <laughs> another experience one. another one a different experience in South Africa now um, India is just mesmerising it's uh, it can be upsetting it can be mesmerising it can be uh, beautiful there's just so many different ways to different words to describe it that I can't even it's a beautiful country it's there's obviously uh, 
two different layers of society, the very, very wealthy and the very, very poor. And we saw elements of both uh, on our trip. Well, isn't it true that people say about India that you haven't really fully seen poverty until you've seen Indian mm. poverty? Yeah. You know, no poverty is poverty, but it sounds pretty, pretty yes. hardcore. It, it is hardcore and it can be very upsetting initially. And then you you kind of become inured to it, I suppose, in, in some way. And you focus on the beauty. And that's what, you know. But by travelling to India, of course, you also, um, you're giving, you know, into the country. And that's one of the things at the time we went with Travel Department. I think there were two different um, charities that we visited when we were there. A home or a haven for uh, women who were victims of acid attacks. And we sat for two hours having tea with them and we bought things that they'd made and, you know. And then we went to uh, Mother, Mother Teresa's in Calcutta as well. But in between all of this, the uh, India is just amazing. I mean, we Delhi was the first place we were in, I think. And again, you've got all of the old colonial buildings and, and, and you know, they're so grand and you know, imposing. And then you go into old Delhi and you see the poverty, you see also that the people are happy. You know, it's not just the poverty, even though they're very, very little, they've lessons to teach us because, you know, they, they get on with it. They make the best of it. And, you know, there's, there's, I suppose it's it's hard. It's you kind of feel hard. It's hard to say, you know, that there there is such poverty there, and you just um, you you look at it and you see it. But they're a, they're a very spiritual, um, giving nation as well. Even the you know the poor people. It's um it's quite it's quite emotional. That trip is very emotional because you you see children who have who have nothing, who are scavenging dumps, you know, and they're the, they're the lowest level of society. The great thing about, we had a most incredible guide. He was with us 24-7 in India, and he was able to tell us about each of the different castes and how it all worked and how it was changing. That was also uh, interesting. He was, you know, he was just so informative and as I said before, the, one of the great things about uh, travel department is how they do their research and pick the best people to show you around. They had local guides in each place you were as well, but he was with you all the time. So any of the cultural questions, he was able to answer every single one of them. What they do in travel department is the several different types of trips, mm. but the golden triangle is mm. one of the main ones. Now, we did travel with their other uh, limb, uh, TD Active on that one. So we did a lot more of the active stuff. It's a bit younger then, you know. I could oh. still do it, I could still do it. But the travel department one uh, is a little more sedate. You wouldn't be cycling around Delhi on a, uh, 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 or Delhi on a bicycle, uh, you know, God knows. So the active uh, part of it, or that you physically do activities. Yeah, yeah. well, walking and uh, walk the walking holidays, and they've got um, it, yeah, cycling around Old Delhi, or you know that type of thing. But don't be put off by that because they have so many different holidays that you don't have to do 
those type of things. But you can top, if you want. You can if you want to, yeah. yeah. That's the, the other limb. But again, a bit like South Africa, there's a certain security blanket in having, you know, a, a representative with you the whole time. I remember on that trip, actually, somebody got very uh, sick and our guide, our representative at the time, got straight to hospital with her and got her right in because he was able to, he knew how to do it. Imagine if you're on your own in India trying to negotiate the mm. language barrier, you know, how you do things. So there's always, there's always that, that bit too. And uh, it was looked at, they were looked after very well and back with, to the, to the, whatever, the pharmacy is there and she was, she was fine. Um, so yeah, India is just another, another, you must do it. That type of, you know, that type of trip. I haven't even gone through all of India. Let me see my favourite parts. Um, the Taj Mahal. Oh, I must talk about the Taj Mahal. The most important part. This is the great thing. They, see, they know how to uh, get you in early because you queue. We had to queue from, I think it was half four or five in the morning. But we were right at the top of the queue. He asked us, you know, do you want to get in early? Do you want to be the one the first in? Yes, we do. So at the top of the queue, and I was second in to the Taj Mahal. Now, it lived up to all my expectations and more. It was the most, it was just as dawn was breaking, we were going in. And it was an incredible feeling. You know, it was just, it is a beautiful place. You know, we sometimes... Things could, you know, you can feel let down. It wasn't as good as you thought it was. This was every bit as good. It was great. The Taj Mahal itself was erected in honour of um, Ruler's his, uh, wife. His favourite, favourite wife, Gary. His favourite wife. As yes. we do. Yes, as we do. <laughs> Which one of my favourite wives are going to get? The, yes, you'll have to build a... A garden shed or something like or, that. Or take them to a Taj Mahal in uh, Ranala. Yeah, you, the yeah. Taj Mahal in Ranala, yeah, very uh, good. So the Taj Mahal, uh, as you describe it, sounds like a very, very, again, spiritual experience. Yeah, it was. I think it's because we're going in at that time of the morning as well. And the fact that I was, I have it somewhere on, um, I hope it hasn't got off my phone. It's just, I videoed it as I was going in and it, it was the silence Everything about the Taj Mahal was fabulous. Agra itself is not, you know, I wouldn't rate the town or whatever it is, but the Taj Mahal, wow. And when you're getting around all of these places, I presume you're, apart from the safari in South Korea, you're in 4x4s, so you're in a what, coach? Is it oh, it depends. In this one, this one was uh, a minibus. This was a minibus. It was very, very comfortable. And that's the other thing that people forget. I mean, we went with four friends we mixed with everybody we all mixed it was the most wonderful group of people now you'll always get a, you know some people who don't want to mix but everybody in that group did so yeah we had a great time great people um lots of fun lots of laughter just yeah another wonderful wonderful trip highly recommend that one too okay uh vietnam mm -hmm. that has always sounded to me like an extraordinarily exciting unusual place mm. uh, as well what was what was that like um it was very interesting because we started at the top of vietnam north vietnam in hanoi which at the time was still it still had real feeling of communism there you know i remember at the time that we in the hotel 
we woke up in the morning and we look, you look out and it's all you can see are cables and and uh, wires right across. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. It's as if it was, uh, you know, 2030 going across the street from one building to another. And then they had the tannoy where there was some kind of call to some kind of communist something or a manifesto or something on it. That was now, that's a good while ago. So it's probably about 10 or 12 years ago. Um, Hanoi is beautiful. There's two or three things in it. Crossing the street, when we arrived, we were met, brought to our hotel and we had free time. And crossing the street took us 15 minutes the first time. We came to, a, 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 there was a junction. Couldn't get across it. Our guide the next day showed us how to cross it. You put your hand up, you walk across the street and everybody stops. There, was no, there were no, no lights, you see, at the time there anyway. And it was just, oh, it's got, you know, uh, rickshaws, bicycles, motorbikes, cars. And they just, and they go in, in all kinds of directions. There's no, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any um, method. It's total mayhem and madness. And that was very exciting. I like things like that. But he showed us how to get across the street. So I, was, I became an expert then. I was leading the group, putting up my hand, woo, as I went across the street. No fear, you know? So it was good. That was Hanoi. So the other thing about Hanoi, I know, I'm not letting you say one word, am I? You're the person who's been in these places, <laughs> not me. So the the me. other thing about Hanoi was the, uh, the old part of Hanoi had, oh, had mazes and mazes of streets which were brought along, I think, by a rickshaw at the time. All of us, you know, in different rickshaws. Um, and then talked at the end. There's, there's like Silk Street and ball bearing street and whatever you know all those l labeled after the name that what was what went on in the streets originally and then obviously there's, there's a tomb of Ho Chi Minh sorry hold on there's some some fella's tomb there big tomb can't remember because it's ages ago sorry but anyway never mind brilliant tomb uh brilliant beautiful gardens I remember as well in in Hanoi um and then we spent two days there I think and then you work your way down right to Ho Chi Minh. Used to be called Saigon, isn't that right? That's right. Yeah. And you, you stopped at some incredible places on the way. Uh, now, I can't probably get the order right, but there's a place called Hue, H-U-E. Beautiful. Hoi An. Uh, just magical, wonderful places. And we had the same guide all the way down. We used train and coach and aeroplane to get right down. So there's all, all different modes of transport. Modes of transport. Can I ask you, what would you describe the temperament of the people like? Absolutely beautiful, friendly. I mean, you know the way you get all these kind of Vietnam, you know, you think about different things about the war and all that. They were the friendliest people you could imagine. They stopped you in the streets to talk to you, particularly the further south you went. Yeah, they were so beautiful I mean beautiful as well which is not something I would have previously you know thought I suppose they were yeah they were gorgeous and all the way down you saw them of course working in the paddy fields the women it's still uh, a different country like that the women were the ones working in the paddy fields who's lying under the awning of the, of the tiny little house guess the man the man <laughs> yeah yeah the paddy fields were interesting, I think, too. You know, the, just seeing how uh, how, the, how they work, I suppose. Also, the food, I have to say, was out of this world. You know, it's not something you kind of think of when you go away on holidays like that, that you're going to eat such good food. Local food, 
you know, and they had picked the local representative in each place had picked very, very good uh, restaurants. But there were local, there were lots of locals in there. You weren't eating in, in the expensive restaurants, you were eating in good local restaurants, which were incredible. So it's very well resourced in terms of places to go and eat and, mm. you know, it's almost like they've got a great tour manager. They have. Yeah. That's it. And the thing is that, um, you know, you wouldn't know where to go on your own. Your, and you're, you're ferried to your, in, in those kind of trips, you're ferried to your, um, or walk to your restaurant and back. And even if it's a good, you know, a good way you're, you're brought in a, in, in a, a bus or whatever. And... That's that's where I suppose they have a, a tour manager and then the local tour guides in each area who can give you exactly where to go, exactly what to see. And the markets, of course, too. Halong Bay after Hanoi. That was one of the highlights. Have you heard of ha- uh, Halong Bay? No. Well, it's a UNESCO heritage, heritage site. site. It's got, oh, I suppose, over a thousand islands. Um, and it's just... Oh, Made of limestone, I think. It's just beautiful. And you go, go on a, a, a cruise through the islands and you can do canoeing and you can do you know, various things you can do. So it's a, it's a full day tour. You go into little grottos and caves. Uh, I think I think we did canoeing on, on that one. Um, and that was, that was incredible. So Halong Bay is always, I think, on a Vietnam itinerary. And it was, that was you know, really well organised. Vietnamese cooking classes. Ah, that's another one. That was a that was an excellent. I think that was in um, Huey or Hoi An. And we'd uh, rickshaw rides and cycle rides around the towns. You know, T- towns are very pretty. Uh, Hoi An was very 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 pretty. Um, the geography of the place. What is it like? Is it a mountainous country? Is it flat? Is it? Well, mostly flat actually. That's, well, we were travelling through the train. It's actually something I remember as being how flat it was. So. Yeah, so India and Vietnam out of ten, <laughs> more tens. Sorry, more tens. More tens with travel department. Yeah, absolutely. And Hilda, generally getting to these places and getting around your destinations and the countries you're going to, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, well the first thing I would say is that it's you get yourself to the airport, right, and after that, don't even think about it. It's totally stress-free because you're met at the airport, you're brought to your first hotel or your destination and you're looked after from then on. Yes, you may have free time, but you're well, you're, you're briefed on the best places to go if you want or you can do your, your own stuff, but you're looked after. This is why, you know, it's why we like it so much. We go on holidays, we don't want to have to think. Stress-free, lie back, walk, enjoy, whatever. We're thinking of doing um, Peru uh, in the next year or two, uh, Brazil, Cuba. You know, it's difficult to get into Cuba. Uh, travel department, it's on my our bucket list. Travel department have a wonderful itinerary uh, for Cuba. What kind of age generally do you think it, it would be suitable for... Okay. Up well, to. I mean, if that's not too no, uh, we have, imprecise we have, a question. No, we have been the oldest on the trips and we've been the youngest on the trips. Now, isn't that incredible? Because Graham, Graham's big thing is, you know, he looks around and says, are we the oldest here or are we the youngest here? So, yeah, it, it's any age, really. Uh, the India trip, I know we had uh, two, one girl in her 20s whose mum 
she wanted to do India. She's a solo traveler. And uh, her mum said, you're not doing India unless you do uh, do it with a, a company. And she was great crack. And we all adopted her and everybody looked after her. She had a ball. So, yeah, whatever age, you know, that's it. And as a solo traveler, you can join up with a, a group as well. You can go on your own and just you, become part of it. That's the wonderful thing mm. about... Uh, guided and or group travel or whatever there's there are uh i i know that travel department do solo travel and um, td active do solo travel but you don't have to go on you know uh, on a solo travel trip you can come go along on your own and you know people are generally lovely i mean we sat around with different people every night uh even if we were with our friends we all used to break up during the lunches and the breakfast just to sit with people get to know them and of course you know that um what's that saying you know that you're it's a six degree separation what's six that? degrees of separation yeah, yeah you always find somebody that you you know or know of or know you know along the way mm. so it's you know you always lots to talk about and the one final housekeeping question i have is a, I suppose a critical, critical question really and that is if anything goes wrong with your health or you have any difficulties of any sort Travel department are there to look after you. They're incredible. That's the the whole thing. Uh, you know, you've got the the girl in uh, India who became sick. Our uh, guide was incredible. Took her to the hospital. Got her looked at. Got her her um, prescription afterwards. Uh, you know, they, they do it. Look at. You remember the ash cloud years ago. Yes, in Mount uh, Iceland. The one with the long yeah, name. The, the one with the no. long name, that one. Uh, I know uh, the time I was listening to, uh, I think it was Joe Duffy, it was all over the, the, the radio at the time, that travel department and perhaps maybe other companies, but travel department were the best, came out of that glowing because you were left, they were, you're left on your own in a country if you're on your own, but not with travel department. They looked after you, put you in a hotel and made sure they're among the first back home look at in this day and age um i certainly wouldn't be traveling on my own now after the last few years you know just going and booking my own flights i want the security i've gone with travel department so long so long now and they provide that in every way in every way well thank you very much before we run out of time oh, uh, hilda so we're going to wrap this one but they all sound absolutely fascinating and your insights are fantastic and it's been fun I, thank I, you i feel i've been there and will phone poke a new wet and will knappy no fum nis orjo wet nis eskalahusaj Faker na phone in Tokatawgwin on show egg daro on von klishte is dani gidi gohan la hai glena agus taskena tarod egen gogaktena tanismo olis egg daro.com